You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Hello from Columbus, Georgia, where I'm giving a talk tomorrow. Most interesting thing in tech is the development in language generation and artificial intelligence. A little while back, OpenAI, which is the research lab that was created partly by Elon Musk, came up with a tool for creating text. So they scraped all kinds of conversations on Reddit, elsewhere on the internet, and developed a system that could create text sort of like a human. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good. So you could give it a prompt, say something like America is, and it would finish the statement. It would fill it out and provide all kinds of facts, and it would sound a little bit like an argument that people had on Reddit. So... Maybe we'll go off the rails and talk about George Soros and Hillary Clinton, but it would sound like someone on the internet. So OpenAI built this, and they told everybody they built it, but then they said, you know what? We're not going to release it. It's too dangerous. It could be used to create spam. It could be used to create fake news. Let's keep it in the box. So they did. But then two graduate students said, you know what? We should just build this. It took them about $50,000 worth of computing power. They had grants at the university. And they built it. They took the model that OpenAI had come up with, and they built the same thing. <laughs> and so you can go on, and you can enter prompts, and you can get responses that feel like somebody on the internet. And there are a couple things that are really interesting about this. So first of all, there is now a tool that is imperfect, of course, because AI remains imperfect at generating the complexities of human language. But it's pretty good. So you now have a tool that could possibly generate more spam or more fake news or all kinds of bad things. Nobody's done that yet, as far as we know, but it's now out there. But the more important thing is this. And that is to remember, the forces that push technology forward are always more powerful than the forces that hold it back. You have AI, OpenAI, this immensely powerful institution that builds something and says, hey, we don't want to push it forward. We're going to hold it back. But once the idea exists, two graduate students with just a little bit of compute can go and do it. It's always going to be easier to let the horses out of the barn than to keep the barn door closed. And that's the way technology works. It moves forward, and you have discussions as you go. 
it's much, much harder to hold it back. And that has wonderful benefits, and it also creates some complexities. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.